I get it. You operate a business in the horse industry and you know you need to be online to grow your business, but you're overwhelmed at the process and you might not even have an idea where to start. Well, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you're listening to the Digital Hoofprint Podcast, a podcast that shares strategy, resources, and motivation for you to grow your horse business online. My name is Abriana and I am a business coach, brand strategist, and designer that works with equine entrepreneurs who are struggling with their online presence. I transform grade horse businesses into industry unicorns. And if you're listening to this podcast, you must be ready to establish your digital hoofprint. So whether you're listening to this while cleaning stalls or after a long day working horses, I'm breaking down this process into digestible nuggets so you can take them and apply them to your business today. Thanks so much for listening again, and let's get into today's episode. Well, welcome back. It has been uh, a few weeks since I have recorded a podcast episode. I have had a lot of changes in my personal life and I am just now getting back into the groove of content creation and making this podcast for you guys. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and uh, let me know what you think about it. So if you are on my email list, you know that we have been talking about brand values and Brand values are literally what pulled me out of this slump that I was in from uh, moving and adjusting to a new kind of lifestyle, a new schedule. And so taking a second to look back and say, girl, what is it that you are doing, (laughs) basically? Why are you here? Why is this important? You know what you have to offer is important and you know somebody needs it. Why are you hesitant to show up? And I had to go back to my values. I had to go back and say, okay, this is what I have to offer and this is how I operate. This is how I set up for my business to operate. So let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. I don't have to come up with new ideas. I don't know how, I don't have to create something new. This is what my business is and this is what I need to get back to. It is familiar. It is something that I can execute and it's home and that is what brand values are supposed to feel like. They are like a compass or like a GPS for where your business is supposed to go on this journey, how you're supposed to get there. Are you walking? Are you driving? Are you taking a train? You know, these brand values describe these journey, the journey words, they're journey words, really. They help customers and employees orient themselves with your business and informs them on how you plan to get there, where you plan to go and how you're going to get there. They're often triggered by subconscious thoughts, you know, you can say, wow, you know, they seem really friendly or, you know, interact with a business. They seem really friendly. They seem really knowledgeable, but you're not really saying like, oh, Walmart seems friendly. Like, no, you're not thinking that you're just walking in 
and someone's greeting you and you're like, oh, wow, hey, good morning, kind of thing. The key thing to note is that brand values help you develop the narrative that is necessary for you to stand out in the horse industry. Now, what are brand values not? They're not directly related to any of the products or the services that you provide. It's not saying, hey, I am a horse trainer. So my brand value is training horses real good. Like, no, no, it's not, it's not related to that. It's not related to the actual tangibles or the services that you provide. They are operation words, journey words, how you are going to operate in your business. Why are brand values important? Brand values are important because they bring clarity when you don't have it. They bring clarity in messaging because you can attract your ideal client and your ideal employees. They bring clarity in operations. They help you with decision-making. They help you with employee management and brand loyalty. Now, when you have these, you know, standards that you operate by, you're going to have people try to test it, you know? And if you don't have this, these parameters, these bottom lines, these SOPs, SOPs are a little bit different, but brand values are integrated into SOPs. If you don't have these standard values that you go by, then you are going to make decisions that are not aligned with your business and not going to set you up for success in the future. They give you clarity and direction. That helps you say yes to something and say no to other things. If you have brand values that you stand by and that you know to be true to yourself and how you want to operate, then you'll be able to have that level of discernment and say, okay, this is not for me. Okay, this is for me. This is not an opportunity that I can take right now. Okay, this is an opportunity that I can take right now. It's all, all different, all different kinds of um, ways that you can utilize your brand values in decision making. Brand values help you develop your non-negotiables and those help you attract the clients that you want and they help you with marketing. So when you have these standards, you know, who wants to operate without standards? Like what? No. When you have these standards, you have these values, you know what will go and what can't in your business. You know what employees you can keep around and which ones you can't because you know how yourself as a business, whether you're a service provider or product developer, seller, however you want to say that, uh, you know that there are certain standards that you want to uphold. You want to be known for good customer service. You want to be known for being responsive. You want to be known for being knowledgeable. And if you have people that work for you that don't embody those values, it's not going to work. Your delivery is not going to be there. 
if you have clients coming to you who don't respect those values, it is not going to be a happy relationship between the two of you. So making those things known, integrating it in part of your brand story and your marketing and your messaging, that makes your life so much easier. That puts you ahead of the game where some people are just, you know, casting a wide net and dealing with all the BS that comes with owning a business. <laughs> so I know that you're probably thinking, okay, cool. I know what brand values are. I know what you're not, but I know I've heard about mission and vision. Like, how does this all come about? How does this all interlace, intertwine? Well, let me tell you. The difference between the vision, the mission, and the values for your business. Now, the vision is a broad understanding of what you want to achieve or become. It's not specific to your product or services or your customers. This is the, the vision is the ultimate destination. This is what you type into the GPS, like boom, 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 boom. I want to go here. All right. Now the mission describes what you will do to achieve the ultimate vision. It's more specific. It's actionable. And it leads to more defined goals. It helps you set those goals. And it is basically like what you're driving to get there. Or what, how you're going to get there. Are you walking? You're driving? You're taking a train? The mission is helping you make those decisions. Like, am I going to go left here or am I going to go right? Oh, I have this ultimate vision that's my destination, but the map didn't update letting me know this road was closed. So my mission is helping me make that decision to go the other way. The vision, the destination is still the destination, but that mission helps me make that decision, helps me define a goal that may take me a different route, but the destination is the same. All right. Now, values, which we have talked about, that's how you operate and that's how you navigate the de decision making. It informs your attitude and your interactions as a business owner. So when you're when you're holding your GPS, especially on your phone or even in your car, it's going to tell you what direction you're going. You're going north, you're going south, you're going east, you're going west, or any combination of those, right? It's going to inform where you are now and how you are going to operate. You know, when you start a GPS and it's like, go southwest. And it's like, girl, is that left or right? <laughs> help me, help myself. Is that left or right? Because I don't know what southwest is. <laughs> Your brand values are that compass. They are what is going to guide you. Like, yeah, the compass is not going to make the decision for you. It is not going to say, turn left, turn right. It's going to say, this is where you are. You Southwest, sis. You Southwest. So 
you have to make those decisions based on where you are, based on what you embody. The values are your compass. The mission, those are the directions. Those are the goals. Those are the decisions that are going to be informed by where you are and by what you embody. And then the vision is that ultimate destination. Now, I know you're like, yes, yes, brand values, got it. All right, how, how can I make some? Because they sound fantastic. Here are some ways that you can develop your own brand values. You can brainstorm either by yourself. If you have a business partner, you can brainstorm with them or if you're already in business and feeling like, you know, I didn't establish these things ahead of time. I didn't think to myself that this was important and now I feel, you know, spread too thin. I'm saying yes to things that I don't like. I'm dealing with customers that I don't like. So you can actually talk to your employees about it too and say, hey, what would make this better? What would make this job better? What would make the interactions better? What can we put in place? What can we say that we value our non-negotiables to make this a better experience? You can come up with the situations with the attributes that you don't like. You know, sometimes it's easier to make a list of the things you don't like than it is for you to make the things you do like. You know, when you ask somebody what they want to eat, they'll say, um, I don't know, but I don't want Chinese food or Mexican food. I'm not really feeling Italian food either. It's like, well, daggone. <laughs> that was easy. It's easy for you to come up with things you don't like. So try that. Try, you know, if you've had interactions with customers or uh, clients, whether it be in your own business or in someone else's, you know, if you have been a customer and you've been treated in a way that you weren't happy with, you can also say, I'm not going to do that in my business, you know. So that might be a longer list, but it can help you develop the things that are important to you. You can draw inspiration from companies that have clear brand awareness. And I'm going to talk about some examples of that a little bit later. But there are some companies out there that have them on their website. And they're like, this is what we stand for. And this is how we operate. And not only does that hold them, that allow them to hold themselves accountable, that allows their customers to hold them accountable for how they operate and how their interactions go. If there is a customer service issue that is, you know, you guys say that you stand for equity in the workplace, but this employee has complaints, you know, that accountability is there. You can also use like an active active language or a, a word, an active word. Like I said, these brand values are like journey words and develop it into a fitting phrase. So I'll show you kind of how I've done that for myself. 
because I felt like it just needed to be something that could be conceptualized, not just family, love, friendship. Like, no, I need you to, to be able to visualize how this is implemented and how this works for me. So I'm going to talk about this on the next episode, but brand values and establishing them early can inform the brand story that you use in your marketing and in your messaging that attracts people to you. So we'll get into that a little bit later, but it allows you to share your experiences, which makes people feel more connected to you. And it allows you as a brand to be a little bit more relatable. You know, you don't want any sterile, stagnant, hands-off brands. People don't feel connected to that and they're less likely to purchase from them. Let's get into some examples. These brands have their values on their website and they're brands that you know and love somewhere in the one is in the industry the horse industry one is not first one is Ariat. on their website they have a value statement and it says that they have a commitment to innovation parentheses technology and product development quality craftsmanship integrity environmental impact teamwork and respect and so in their products, they want to be innovative and create things that no one else has thought of. And they're going to deliver it through quality craftsmanship. We all know I have a pair of Ariat boots. I usually get these boots maybe once every two to three years. And I wear them a lot. So they're going to produce good products. And they're going to be innovative and they're going to be, uh, what was the other one? They're, they're going to have integrity. They're going to do their best to reduce their environmental impact. So whether it be using recycled materials or making sure their manufacturing processes don't impact the environment as much, you know, they want to be more sustainable as a brand. And so... Ariat has a huge following because of these things, you know, because of how they've been able to execute based on these values. The second example I have is Ben and Jerry's. Now, we stand Ben and Jerry's. They are activists, advocates for all the things, and that is indicated in their brand values. So... They say they're, they broke it down into three missions. And you can kind of pull out their brand values in these statements that they've put out. Their product mission is, they say their product mission drives us to make fantastic ice cream for its own sake. They're not making good ice cream for anybody else, but the ice cream. They said ice cream deserves to be good. Their social mission compels us to use our company in innovative ways to make the world a better place. So pulling out innovation, making the world a better place, 
those are some of the values in that statement. Economic mission asks us to manage our company for sustainable financial growth. They are paying their employees. They are making sure that their economic impact that they have is going to be favorable, whether it be working with charities, donating, crowdfunding, any of that. That is what is, those are the values in their economic mission. In my email, the stampede, I shared my journey words. I shared the the quick and dirty, the action words that inform my brand values. And so I transformed those words into statements that just drove it home and said, girl, this is it. When I am in times of confusion and worry and of the mindset that is not abundant, this is what I come back to because I established this a long time ago and this is what, this is, this is home and that's what values are supposed to feel like. So mine are, um, if it's not aligned, I must decline. I spent a lot of time in my old job doing things that I didn't want to do. They didn't align with what I wanted to do. Saying yes to things that didn't align with what I felt like doing. And so I'm not getting into entrepreneurship just to repeat that cycle, even though I've been so used to it for so long. Every space and interaction deserves authenticity. That goes with saying yes and saying no. Being authentic and being honest in every interaction and every space is what I owe myself and what my business owes its clients. So when we are on a call and there is, you know, objections being made or mindset shifts that need to be overcome or challenges that simply seem overwhelming, I will authentically deliver honest feedback, honest answers. If I don't know something, I say, you know what? I don't know it, but I know either who knows it or where to find it. So let me get back to you. Next one is think outside the arena and beyond the bend. Innovation comes with experimentation. Now, y'all know that I'm a trail rider. Okay. (laughs) So thinking outside of the box, thinking outside of the arena is so easy for me. That is where my thoughts reside. Okay. But when you are on a trail, even though you are used to being creative and being this visionary, you have to think around the bend. You know, you have to be able to think for the future and prepare yourself because you never know what's going to be around the corner. You never know what's going to be down the hill. You never know what's going to be around the tree. And you work every single day. You work with your horses and you work with yourself 
desensitizing and practicing so that you have that relationship. You can trust each other to be able to handle what's around the bend. Okay. So that is my third value. Think around the, think outside the arena and beyond the bend. Innovation comes with experimentation. Next one is life, love, and business are all an experiment. If you don't like the results, change the ingredients and change the conditions. And with my background in research and in veterinary medicine and animal science, this this concept of experimentation is so common for me, but I was not utilizing that in my business at first. I was scared to show up. I was scared to do it wrong. I was scared to go back to the drawing board when literally that is what I had spent the last six years doing and saying, hmm, that didn't work. Okay, let's try something else, you know, but it wasn't when I was working for someone else you know, the bottom line didn't fall on my shoulders. And now it does. And I abandoned that thought process entirely. So when I get scared to put something out for fear of judgment, or fear of, you know, it not being right and not being perfect, I come back to this, like, girl, it is all an experiment. Put it out there, put the ingredients together, see what reaction happens. If you don't like it, you can either change the ingredients or change the conditions. Next one is empathy paired with energy helps you understand and elevate. Empathizing, understanding where other people are coming from and putting energy into that and being an active participant in these kinds of relationships That is what's going to help me process what it is my customers are going through, what it is my clients are experiencing, and be able to provide something to help them. That elevation, that's my word of the year, that is what's going to get me that. That feedback, that listening, that understanding, that's what's going to help me get there. So that is why I always encourage my email list, the stampede for people to respond to me and say, Hey, like, what is it that you're dealing with today? We're talking about brand values. What have you come up with? What is, what is that value for you? What are you thinking about? Are you struggling with it? That is why I'm always like, respond to me. And I respond back y'all. It comes right to my inbox. So if you're on the email list, definitely hit reply. And let me know what you're thinking. And if you're not on the email list, go to my website, blackunicorncreative.com and put your email in. It's like one little scroll and it's right there. It says, join the stampede. Get on that so we can have a conversation. And then the last one, (laughs) it just speaks to who I am as a person. But fun fact, a herd of unicorns is called a blessing. So the best gifts come with collaboration. A unicorn by itself is just called a unicorn. And yes, you can be magical, majestic, 
you know, sparkly, glittery, floating on clouds. But a herd of unicorns, that's a blessing. And that teamwork, that network, that collaboration, that's what makes a blessing. Whether you have a blessing for yourself or you're able to bless somebody else. That is what it is. So those are my brand values and how I use these journey words, these these action words to develop phrases that really resonate with me and, you know, when I'm struggling and having a hard time, you know, figuring out where I need to go, how I need to make decisions, I come back to these and say, okay, that's right. That's right. So, all right. We are at the end of our episode. Let's sweep the aisle real quick and let me know if you have any questions. Today, we talked about brand values. We talked about the difference between the vision, mission, and the values. We talked about how to develop brand values and how they can connect with your brand story, which we'll talk about on the next episode. We talked about different examples of companies with brand values that they share with their customers to hold themselves accountable. And then I share with you guys my brand values and how I develop those and how they make sense to me. And I hope they make sense to you guys too. If you have any questions, feel free to join my email list and hit hit reply when I send you an email contact me there or send me a DM on social media, Instagram, Facebook, the like, and let me know what you think. Let me know what your values are. If you have trouble coming up with them, you know, definitely shoot me a message and we can talk through it. All right. Thank you again for listening to the Digital Hoofprint Podcast, and I will see you guys on the next